It was me and Shedinja, and we were riding shotgun on a Tyrantrum, our Tyrantrum to be specific, not a just any old Tyrantrum, Hannah. Um, and in search, we were in search of the next member of our heist gang, 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 gang. And uh, we were shooting Gogur straight out the tube like a bunch of naughty boys. Um, <laughs> disregarding the law, you know not to Gogurt and drive, right, Hannah? Right, yeah. Right, so anyway, it, we were searching. It gets, it gets kind of sticky. Yes, uh, and we were in a sticky situation because in our travels, we were looking for like the every heist crew needs like the old gruffy, grumpy veteran type dude uh, that 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 whips the young whippersnappers in lines and doesn't get our referential jokes. Um, and we were way down upon the Swanee River, far, <laughs> far away. Um, and you know who we happened to find, find straight out of the nursing home? Who did we find? Well, you weren't there, but I found Preserker. Really? Yeah. And That's... He, he practically begged us to come out of retirement. We practically begged him, excuse me, to come out of retirement. And um, he said, I told you I'm done. I'm out with a you know cigar in his mouth, all that fancy stuff. <laughs> So anyway, we disregarded his wishes, loaded up his walker onto the Tyrantrum, and off we went on to the next chapter of our heist. Bump it up, bump 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 heist. Um, hey everybody, welcome to <laughs> to be continued Pokemon After Dark Ride. This is a no holds barred, no nothing podcast where we talk about Pokemon and hurt the ones we love. And baby, we love everybody. My name is Brett. I'm the guy from West Virginia that does things for nothing. And that joining me as always is my co-host uh, who loves bananas it's hannah hey and joining us today is special guest straight from the bowels of florida itself the king of of uh uh, uh that place uh, i'm running out of His things <laughs> florida the history king, the king legends of florida and lore. history legends and lore it's mr wayne wayne welcome hello thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it wayne there's there's something that we got to get off the top r real quick here. That okay. You will be able to forever rub your appearance on After Dark Ride in Josh's face. Is that right? That's right. Absolutely. Um, Josh and I are natural rivals. Um, <laughs> we have been since birth. And so this is my chance to get a one up on him. That's right. Like, have you ever been on a Pokemon show? No, I have. Fantastic. Yeah, I have. And you're a loser because you haven't. Ooh, ouchies. It's kind of <laughs> and your computer doesn't work. Feels yeah, bad. he's got a piece of crap computer. <laughs> How are you doing today, bud? It's great to see you. Fantastic, man. Thank you so much. I There's no other way I'd rather spend my Saturday. I'm really looking forward to hanging out with you guys. And yeah, things are going well. How are you guys? Oh, fan uh, depressed. Uh, just, Hannah, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I took my medicine this morning, so. <laughs> oh, so not depressed. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, Come on. So yeah, it, it, if you guys have heard Wayne's voice before, and just in case you haven't, he's from the Florida Men on Florida Man podcast, uh, which is quite honestly a fantastic show from the sound design, the personalities on the show, to the various segments that they include from headlines to, um, to a good old fashioned, uh, uh, what, what would you call Flor your segment at the Florida end? Florida fun. Florida fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, most of our segments either cover Florida news or... Um, you know legends and and lore but we do have a segment in the middle that's kind of like you know get to know the host icebreakers yeah. that kind of stuff yeah and and it, it's all fantastic personally my favorite episode is when josh's tinder tinder date took him onto a cult initiation ceremony <laughs> um either that one or when the amish family thought that they were trying he was trying to marry their daughter well 100 uh, percent. pretty good stuff and we enjoy it as well. I mean, like, it's one thing, like, when, when something bad happens to somebody, um, it's just funnier when that person in general is funny. And so Josh always finds himself in precarious situations, whether it's accidentally joining a cult or <laughs> accidentally marrying an Amish girl. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's who else could it happen to? Yeah, it, I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, headlines are great. I mean, it's Thank always you. great to hear all of the crazy things that Florida men happen to get up to every week. And then you do that that end segment there where you do the legends and lore and kind of keep right. us guessing up until the end when we go, oh, it was The Rock the whole time. <laughs> it, it, it's it's really nice. Um, it, it's it's good audio that you produce there. You, you put Thank together you. a really solid show, much more than we do. We just slap ass, throw something together, and put it on the internet and pretend it's well, good. 
Well, no, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that. We we were fortunate. Um, Cameron, um, he's an audio engineer uh, by trade, and, um, so uh, it's the only reason why he's on the show. <laughs> he makes us sound good. No, I'm just kidding. But no, that's uh, he's he's a professional and he produces songs for a living, and so that kind of works out for us. Well, fantastic. So that that's Florida Men on Florida Man, and and please everyone that listens to our show uh i know there's probably not a ton of crossover with pokemon and and uh florida but just in case there's there even if you don't have a connection with florida you will love that show so go check it out thank you Re- very much. review it download it listen to it consume it all hannah listens to every single episode since i introduced her to it and hannah how many times have you ever listened to me uh never no, that one time. That one time when I said you have to listen to this. Right. Right. Yeah, right. yeah but I'm not gonna let you take credit for it. So no, okay, but I'm saying when I say <laughs> Hannah, you have to do this. Okay, so I'm saying you I'm have to I'm one for one on being correct. Listen to me. Please, I'm pegging you. I love okay, it. Okay, listen. Yes. Well, listen to the show. It's great. Well, moving on in uh, in our show for a little bit, we'll we'll circle back around the, uh, to to Florida shenanigans very very shortly. But uh, a couple of days ago, as of this recording, time travel for you listeners, it was a, like a week or so ago. Uh, they did a Pokemon Direct where they announced all the new Pokemon thingamajiggies. They started off with a very nice 25 year anniversary vid. Um, then they showed a beautiful Pokemon new Pokemon Snap trailer. Um, Hannah, you like that one, yeah? Yes, I'm so excited for Pokemon Snap. Yeah, it looks very much like the original game. You're on rails, you're tossing berries, you're taking pictures, except times a thousand because it's just absolutely beautiful. The graphics, the interactions, the the amount of expression, the expressiveness of the Pokemon themselves. It just looks like a very fun game in general. Um, then they uh, blew everyone's brains out with the announcement of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, the remakes for those, which come out later this year. Um, but some people don't really like it because it's got like a chibi art style, like when in the overall and stuff, it really doesn't bother me none, but uh, should be fun there. Um, I don't have a lot to say about that. It's it's a remake. They remake all the games at least a dozen times up to up till now that when they're finally doing this one. But uh, and then they announced a weird one, the first ever open world Pokemon game uh, set in like ancient Sinnoh. Uh, it looks like feudal japan almost really weird like prequel style pokemon game that we've never gotten from them before and the fact that it's open world is real exciting it's called uh legends arceus or arceus or however you pronounce that and shoot the internet exploded i'll tell you that much people have been wanting an open world pokemon game for a long time it looks phenomenal you saw you saw the trailer wayne it looks phenomenal yeah that's right up my alley like i i was raised on like jrpgs and stuff Mm-hmm. um and so any kind of open world game you know i, I kind of felt the same way about uh arceus as i did the first time i saw breath of the wild it's like everything you dreamed about as a kid coming true it's definitely getting a, a, a comparisons to breath of the wild mm-hmm. and i, and I yeah. can definitely see where with sword and shield the wild areas they were kind of put building a foundation uh for something like this but it, it's hard to believe that something like this would happen until they finally announced it and they finally did now now we just need to hope that um it's not a huge pain in the ass hassle to uh hook up with your friends online like it is for every other nintendo game (laughs) or um home compatibility so we can transfer pokemon from other games to it um hopefully we don't have to wait you know 12 months for that to get implemented 12 months why don't i just say a year what is wrong with me and are you okay your your camera was bouncing for a second uh because i keep putting my foot up on my desk oh only fans content are you you double dipping right now you're not supposed to be doing that you're not I'm, supposed to be doing that. You're supposed to be filming this show right now. That's rude to I'm Wayne. Sorry. That's rude to me. And, and I don't appreciate it at all. Listen, you got to make sorry. money. Yeah. I've, I have a shoe problem. So Girls got to work. <laughs> uh, Hannah, do you, do you got anything for me? This is, this is your part of the show to shine. I'm making it so. Yeah, like about the stuff. I, I mean, you know, I really just play Pokemon Go mostly. I don't have a whole lot of time mm. to play video games. So, but I think Pokemon Snap might have me go out and buy a Switch. Ooh, like, it might. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, do you it think you're gonna get two to three hundred dollars worth of enjoyment from Pokemon Snap, or are you gonna get other games too? Yeah, I, I literally like right now. I can still. I could probably pull out the 64 
put uh-huh. in my old Pokemon Snap and know and remember every single thing. Okay. All like, right. I, won't, I remember I, driving through the tunnels, taking pictures, of, throwing an apple at Snorlax to wake him up. I'm going to throw an apple at like, you. Um, <laughs> it'll keep the doctor away. Uh, Hannah, that reminds me. Well, we forgot to do that thing that we do. Um, we've been recording so kind of like out of order lately that it's been kind of slipping my mind. And that's how you doing. How you doing? You catch anything? I don't even remember what we talked about last time because the uh, episodes my- are fucking out of order. Yeah, my shiny streak has like stopped, so that's awesome. Great. Um, Hopefully, it transfers to yeah. me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much. I've been so busy at work like this week, I haven't really um, been able to play a whole lot. I did finish my quest, uh, the Kanto quest or whatever. Where you evolve them? No, the short one that they did for everybody that didn't pay like twelve bucks. Okay. Or the Kanto tour. Um. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. yeah I did all that stuff too. Uh. I have been having an issue where my game bugs out and it won't. Like, I'll click a Pokemon. If I run away from it, then I can't click anything else. Um. And it's been a huge pain. So, so I haven't been playing much either because of that. Um. It, as of yesterday, it seems like it's kind of it's starting to work again. Uh. And yes, I've re- restarted. I'm not a complete moron. And <laughs> I I've uninstalled and reinstalled and uh. I don't know what it is. Maybe after the update, it started working or something, or, or bugged out at, because of that update. I don't know. But how I far? Well, I suck. How far Filthy along are you here. in your all-in-one quest to get okay. shiny Mew? Okay, so I know I host a show about Pokemon, but what the hell is that? To get shiny <laughs> Mew. Oh, that one. Um, I'm stuck on sending gifts to friends still. Me too. Yeah, I think I've sent sent. Out of the one, I'll tell you in just a second. Hang on a second. I've sent a hundred. I am a professional. I'm at seventy-two out of one hundred fifty-one. Is that is that the dozer? Yeah. One of the pod dogs themselves. FedEx is here. He's going nuts. Fantastic. My pod dog is in here somewhere. Oh, here for the YouTube watchers. Uh uh. There's the dog bed, and then there's the dog. That's how it always works, though. Yeah, so she's very nice and comfy off the bed. Do you guys live near um, like a, an active Pokemon Go community? Do we, are you able to kind of jump in and out? Uh, sort of. There's like a Facebook group. Um, more ever since they kind of opened up on like remote raids and stuff like that, we kind of right. we play with mostly our friend group, who's kind of spread out. Um, yeah, our area downtown um, is is relatively active, but they get kind of bullyish. Like I'm a grown yeah. man, and I've had children yell at me. Um, and, it sounds like Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah, you know it really is, and and to the point where I'm like, man, like you know, if three of them were to attack me right now, I'm not sure that I would be able to defend myself. <laughs> I'm sure they were like, why did you bring an Agron to this raid, you noob? Do, do you know what's funny? Okay, so here's the thing: I'm a collector at heart. Um, I'm not. Uh, I don't really try to min max uh, Pokemon. Like I just I catch them if they're cute, I keep them, um, and that's the story of my life. And I literally got invited to a raid. That's what you said when your kids were born, right? 100%. I'm like, you're either cute or you're going off the cliff. (laughs) Uh, uh, So I I get invited to this raid. And I I said to one of the girls, I said, you know, anyone in particular you want me to use? She was like, just bring your favorite. That's all she said to me. Bring your favorite. So I had just caught, um, it's like the evolved version of the uh, Mareep. I think it's Flaffy. Flaffy. Yeah. Super cute. Terrible Pokemon. (laughs) <laughs> okay uh i get destroyed instantly and the whole group is like what the hell's wrong with you bro like so serious <laughs> and i'm just like she literally just said bring your favorite and i'm like that's that was my favorite right now you know it's walking around with me and everything well that's not cool people shouldn't it's a game first and foremost and it's I meant know. to bring people together right people shouldn't be bullying you for bringing a flaffy especially if there's <laughs> if there's enough people there to beat it like who cares right. what you bring if as long as you're having fun and everyone else is having fun then who cares if some what someone else brings to tell you the that's truth. how i feel about it but i do i i love this idea of it devolving into this kind of dystopian like pokemon gangs roaming the cities um <laughs> it definitely you know. was when the game first came out i lived oh in uh, north carolina and it was just dro- hundreds of people in the streets and in parks like just walking around you knew every everyone's 
on their phones. Everyone was just catching yeah. Pokemon and fighting over gyms. And I mean, like practically flashing gangs and with people like, yo, Team Mystic, bitch, they just I know. get out of here. Dude, yeah. I, I had so many people like in those early days that were playing who have never been exposed to Pokemon, you know, outside. I mean, I had this one lady who was like super religious, which is fine. But like she um, she came from the old school like Pokemon or demons crowd and <laughs> she was down she was down in the park playing and I wanted so bad to be like you like of all people but I'm like oh, no man. I was like I support it bro like everybody's you showing up been like the devil has you now they're inside <laughs> they're inside of you now just whisper into her ear like hell I try and just walk you're, away you're in big trouble see I, when it first came like I have been playing since the get-go but right. I don't think Brett and I had met each other yet. Mm, no. So I didn't really have, like, I had never battled in a raid because I didn't have other people that I knew played this because I work right. in a hospital with other girls and most girls aren't into the things I'm into. I hope there like, are girls working in hospitals, honestly. By 2021, well, <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> no, I mean, like, that are into what, I'm the nerdiest person in my group, like, or in my office or not you office, what yeah Miss star the, wars legos no so i like you know i i talk to everybody like i have one guy in housekeeping we talk about wandavision every week we've talked about the mandalorian every week and then all my coworkers are like what are they talking about and i'm just like <laughs> so you're just like grogu's so cute i yeah. love his little pointy ears <laughs> he is adorable oh. but um so until Brett and I like met, he was my first friend and his mom was too. His mom played. Hi, mom. So hi, mom. So it's like mostly Brett's family and like friends that we've met together. So and let me we, stop you right there real quick. Uh, you are family. Okay. Yes, yeah, I am. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, his mom loves me and I love her. She's the best. Wayne, do you need to be adopted into a family? Because we've got a spot <laughs> for you, brother. Listen, I, I, I want to be a part of everyone's family. I just, <laughs> life's too stressful and, and short to just not be, you know, happy and loving people. Yeah. Talking about Pokemon and nerdy stuff. Hell yeah. That's what honestly, we here. Honestly, dude, like, I, that's the thing, man. It's like, I never really quite understood that. You know, people were like, oh, like, you're into nerdy stuff. It's like, I'm into stuff that I enjoy. Why are you so mean? You know what I mean? Like, it, like it's 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 such a weird vibe. I think secretly they want to be into it openly. You know what I mean? Like, I I think it's gotten a lot better though because sure. you would used to have to keep your nerdism a secret, and then I yeah. think along with the advent of the popularity of like Marvel movies and stuff, suddenly right. it's cool to like comic books. It's cool mm -hmm. to like superheroes. It's cool to like anime. It's cool to like all these things now. So it frees up people who otherwise wouldn't be open to enjoying those things. They For start sure. like, like, like jocks weren't allowed to like be in the cartoons and stuff because they're jocks and they're too cool right. for that stuff. Nowadays, who cares? Like jocks love adventure time. They love, you know, I mean, I love, I love football and Pokemon, like, which is face. amazing. That's the thing, yeah. man. Is like, I, I mean, you know, what's exhausting pretending to like sports in high school because that <laughs> that is exhausting uh, but you know what's funny is i actually talked to a kid the other day who is one of the star uh, football players in our hometown currently he's a young guy and uh, i hope so if he's playing in high school unless yeah, he's, he's 46 yeah, he's 36 <laughs> like but he, like but got he's, the skies on yeah, this guy is like the popular kid in school and he also runs a, a like a neurotu group um where they just read manga and hang out and i'm like dude hell yeah that's, like, that's so yeah. that's so cool man like like Naruto's just, pretty old though. He could be an old man in disguise. Um, bro, I just outed him. Yeah, he's like outed him on your show. He's like undercover, like looking for a, he's like a man. I love Naruto. Where do you keep the drugs? Yeah. I just <laughs> outed him. Like go, go, go. An FBI undercover yeah. drug sting. Could be. Could be. I'm going to prison. Oh man. You've blown his cover. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh man. So hey, I designed. For the two of you, um, not 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 to skip too far ahead here uh, and, and bypass this current conversation, but I I made a game specifically for this show, and it's called WVMQFMAWVWOFMAWVM. Otherwise, West Virginia man quizzes Florida man and West Virginia woman on Florida men and West Virginia man. 
<laughs> okay, now you have to say it like famafum. Wevum from famafum, wevum from wevum, wevum. I love Close it. Enough. <laughs> All right, so kind of taking a page from the Florida men's playbook, I have here a series of headlines. However, um, I've gamified it to a degree. Wayne, you and my nice. lovely co-host Hannah will compete here in a friendly competition. I will read you a headline and the story they're in. However, I will not tell you where it's from. It will okay. be up to you two to decide whether the article is there was is a West Virginia man, a Florida man, or both. Okay. Okay. Hannah, yeah, we, you ready? Yes, but I do have to say, we you guys talk about. Well, of course, most of your articles like involve people on meth. It's the same up here. Like oh, for sure. <laughs> like it's so bad. Like uh, it's so bad. It's like well, that could have happened in West Virginia, but I okay. Like, so real quick, Hannah, you reminded me. Um, so I feel I feel exactly the same way about our state as probably a lot of Florida people feel about their state. Yeah. In regards to the whacked out crimes that seem to happen all the time. Right. Um, but in doing my research for the articles for this show, this segment, it, I've realized most of our crimes revolve around meth, meth and sadness to the point where they're, they're not <laughs> to the point where they're not funny anymore. Like being high on meth and bringing an alligator through drive-through and buying a chicken nuggets is hilarious. Being right. high on meth and right. murdering your murdering your husband because you want to marry your dad is just sad, and I right. didn't want to talk about that one. But you know well, what? The no, go ahead, Wayne. Uh, I was just going to say, because you guys have explained how Florida, um, how you guys are able to get those crazy articles, because Florida has, I don't know, if you could explain that again, I'm not good at like. Sure, yeah, it's, it's actually, is a sun, sunshine state law um, that uh, promotes uh, transparency in journalism, uh, and so basically what happens is where other states are able to not necessarily report on some of those shenanigans florida is required to do so uh legally um oh. so i think it's a mixture of something being in our water um <laughs> and, and then also to just uh journalistic you know uh transparency for the most part and plus now it's become like a meme you know what i mean so mm -hmm. uh, like you know when someone brings an alligator through a, a drive-through everybody wants to be the first one on the story you know because it's for just sure. insane gets those clicks baby that's what it's all about. It's money, 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 yep. money, money. Yeah. Money. All right. So here we go. First one. All right. Um, so the deputies were called to this place, a gentleman's club, uh, shortly after 9 p.m. last Tuesday, after the owner owner told the man who was 47 to leave with a cat he had brought. Yes, in fact, he brought a cat to a strip club and was denied entry. He started a raucous after he appeared to be intoxicated. They told him he needed to leave the premises immediately and even attempted to assist in calling him a taxi um, when the taxi arrived he would not cooperate with the driver instead he began yelling and causing a disturbance insisting that the club owner had committed a crime by denying him entry to him and his cat he kept on calling 911 on his cell phone even though the deputies were already on the scene um, <laughs> so the man, the man was placed under arrest and had to be forcibly restrained he was booked into the county jail on charges of misuse, misuse of the 911 system, disorderly intoxication, trespassing after warning, and resisting arrest without violence. Uh, he's being held on $4,000 bond, and the kitten is reportedly in the custody of animal control. So he brought his own pussy to a strip club. Uh, he <laughs> seems like he found a cat, um, but you're right, yeah. Uh, and most strip clubs have a bring-your-own a, a policy against BYOB, much less BYOP. That's right. uh, I, as, as much as I want that to be from Florida, I, every now and then, this is true. I hear crazy stories from other states and I get jealous. Like I get envious. I'm like, <laughs> I, I want to cover that on our show. I don't, because I haven't heard it, I'm going to guess that it's from uh, not Florida. I'm going to say West Virginia. Okay, Hannah, what do you think? Well, I don't, there's only so few gentlemen's clubs in West Virginia that now, are. Oh, no. that, we used aren't, to have the most no, strip clubs per capita. Well, we that aren't like used to. That aren't like shady AF. Like right. so, I'm gonna say Florida. There okay. used to be a whole town that was nothing but strip clubs here. You remember Hannah Jefferson? Jefferson had like ten strip there's, clubs. 
It some of bad. them are still there no they're gone they're gone they're all gone they've all been bulldozed oh are they because yeah. um the owner got arrested for uh having a hidden wall in his basement in the mansion in his mansion in this private uh fucking forest compound where he held a bunch of assault wa- weapons and drugs and heroin oh my god yeah. that same dude that been the story. yeah that should have been the story yeah the guy that lived right yeah. right next to me <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I should have yeah. made that one of them. Damn it! You should have. Yeah, well, that was huge. They brought in a tank, yeah, yeah. like yeah, they to did. raid this dude's that, house. That, that was, was an crazy. interesting drive home from work when I passed his house. Yeah. Um, Holy <laughs> yeah. vehicles. That's uh, like Hannah, the best one. Okay. West Virginia or Florida man? Florida, Florida man. Uh, Hannah, that's one point for you because this, oh come on, this in <laughs> fact was uh, Murdoch, Florida. Is where this Come happened. Come on, no at way. The Emerald City General uh, Gentlemen's Club in South Florida, South Florida's Gulf Coast. You can't bring a pet there, my guy. You gotta leave it at home. <laughs> no animals allowed. Do you think he just like found that cat and was like, "You're coming with me," and the cat's like, Meow. "Maybe," but you, you know, you know why I'm surprised that's Florida? Because I just feel like in Florida, if someone brought a pet to a strip club, they would just be like, "Yeah, that makes sense." You and I mean, like, like I'm surprised they objected. That's really like, or it's... or you would think it was a cougar, <laughs> right? Exactly, <laughs> right. All right. Ne- moving on. Uh, uh, a man was arrested for owning 17 rattlesnakes, which is 16 more than the rattlesnake limit in this state, according to the Natural Resources Police. Uh, officers began an investigation into a man who they say was catching snakes from the national forest and was then taking them back to his home. Um, they met the man at his home where they found 17 rattlesnakes. The man was charged with two counts of illegal possession of a timber rattlesnake and possession of a rattlesnake less than 42 inches. Uh, police say the snakes were taken back to their den around the area where the man caught them. Police want to remind everyone that in the state, you are only allowed to possess one rattlesnake and it must be 42 oh inches or more in length. So you are licensed to carry oh. a rattlesnake, but only <laughs> one and only of a certain length. So what state is this? Okay, I, I I have a reason why I'm going to say West Virginia. I just watched a documentary not too long ago about these mountain preachers that have rattlesnakes. Um, and I'm just going to associate it and say it's West Virginia. Okay, Hannah? I'd say West Virginia too, because I kind of have a feeling of what state forest this came from. Uh, that's a point for both of you. This is in Randolph County. And uh, oh, hey. um, the man apparently was feeling a bit greedy he hit the rat the, the rattlesnake lottery and just took them all home he, uh, you know, why uh, your guess is as good as mine it does not say as to why the man felt the need to own 17 rattlesnakes but Ooh. well wayne brought up a good point i wonder if you could google him i wonder if he is a preacher you know what though that's the thing is like i i don't know that that's unique to west virginia but a friend of mine sent me this documentary and they're real into it man um and uh it's it, that was what they did they they had it's, church uh, services and they pulled out snakes and, and last yeah. i remember we were the only if not one of only like two or three where snake handling is legal i think kentucky right. maybe one too kentucky maybe i can't remember like kentucky yeah. and virginia used to do it a lot as well but mm-hmm. i don't remember if it's still legal in those places yeah because i mean it's been a minute but i remember so when that started becoming bigger like i think there was a couple counties pretty close to us that it was happening and there was a preacher that got bit and he died yeah so you know what you know what's crazy and this is kind of a a weird side note i'm sorry but one of the most badass things i've seen in film uh came from that documentary (laughs) um it's not really i mean i guess it's funny i don't know um so this guy gets bit this pastor gets bit by a rattlesnake and he's not doing well obviously and he says to his deacons, take me to the mountaintop and let the Lord decide. And I'm like, that's, the most, that's the most <laughs> badass thing I've ever heard someone say. Like, what? Is that a t-shirt? That sounds like a t-shirt. I know. <laughs> Immediately, I'm like, no, get me to the hospital, my guy. Are you serious? Like, oh, man. Hannah, t-shirt idea, Ekans Handler. Ooh, oh, dude, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, with like a little pointy church in the background. You have to work, work on that. Um, I'll buy it. Yeah, uh, shoot. Let's see here. Do you think that they left him one rattlesnake? Like they took 16 rattlesnakes and like, well, we can't take the one. (laughs) (laughs) Only if it was what, 42 inches long or something? It had to be over 42 inches. Over 42 inches. Yeah, correct. That's so so gross. 
Yeah, it's, it's nasty. Gr- I don't know if it's gross. The man just I likes hate his, snakes. His I hate snakes. All right, moving on. Okay, this man is in custody after state police said he assaulted a resident with a hammer Friday afternoon. Troopers with this city's uh, uh, detachment responded to a malicious assault complaint. Um, according to a, the criminal complaint, I'm skipping addresses and things. Uh, when the troopers arrived, the deputies had already detained the suspect. According to the troopers who spoke with the victim, he said that he was just at home and he had given the man, who was a guest in his home, a drink and cigarettes. When the man who was given the drink and cigarettes suddenly stood up and hit the the first man in the head with a hammer, he said he had no clue why because they hadn't even been arguing. (laughs) According to. Sorry. Did he say hammered? Yell out uh, hammer time. Uh, very good. Did he say stop? <laughs> was he handing him the cigarettes and the drink? And then the man said stop and then hit him with a hammer. Um, hammer time. He didn't want the cigarettes, obviously, or the drink. Maybe he's trying to quit and didn't appreciate the gesture. Uh, according to other statements given during the investigation, uh, the victim gave the man cigarettes and was going to let him use his phone. When according to the statement, the, the, the assaulting man hit him in the head with the hammer. Uh, they identified the hammer on the front steps of the home um, for the troopers after the, after the fact. He suffered a one-inch laceration to the top of his head, which was bleeding significantly, as one does after being hit with a hammer, and down the front of his face. The uh, the assaulting the the perpetrator is being held in regional jail with bail set at twenty five thousand dollars. Is this mm. a West Virginia story, a Florida story, or both story? Ah, Hannah, do you want to go first? I don't know. Oh, I'm pretty sure I saw this on the news. I think it's West Virginia. So I, I almost feel obligated to say Florida because I, I feel like if I say West Virginia, it sounds almost like an insult, like, oh, that definitely happened in West Virginia. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of not impressed with this guy. He whacked somebody in the head with a hammer and nothing happened. The guy was able to do an interview afterwards and was like, yeah, <laughs> like he, he hit me with a hammer for no reason. Uh, but I'm going gonna, gonna to say Florida on that one. Okay, well, you know what? I'll go ahead and give a both to both of you because it's in fact both. Okay, uh, wasn't what? the guy like a fugitive from Florida? A Florida man is in custody after West Virginia yeah. State Police said he assaulted an Elkins resident with a hammer Friday okay. afternoon. Oh, wow. Corey Smith, 23, of Jacksonville, Florida, assaulted Devin Scott, a Elkins man. So Come on. We call those you. people missionaries. <laughs> Doing the Lord's work, as it were. We're <laughs> just really? Florida man love. Yeah, he really doesn't approve of smoking. You shouldn't smoke. It's bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. A well, lot you... less people would smoke if you get threatened to hit in the head with a hammer. You know what I mean? Like that's uh that's that's a, an interesting way to get off of uh, nicotine. I, I know I wouldn't smoke if you threatened to hit me with a hammer. That's pretty <laughs> goodness gracious, yeah. Uh this last one is a bit of a history story. This is kind of in your wheelhouse, Wayne. Come on. All right, so you're gonna I'm gonna read it to you and you're gonna tell okay. me if this took place in West Virginia or Florida or both, and I'm gonna hand help you all out. It's not both. Uh, in the <laughs> 1800s, in the last part of the 1800s, a farmer came up with a unique embalming technique and requested some bodies from a nearby insane asylum. Uh, the man had spent years practicing his new embalming methods on fruits and vegetables until he had it just how he wanted. This process, despite all some despite all assumptions to the contrary, worked. Once completed, because uh, he was, in fact, given corpses from the nearby insane asylum, he completed his his uh, his work, as it were. Um, and this gave birth to the mummies. They're called the mummies of place name. Uh, these mummies traveled with P.T. Barnum and his circus. Uh, the man's process attracted the attention of the Smithsonian Institute, which offered to display his work if he would reveal the f- mysterious formula of his personal embalming potion. He refused. Instead, they were returned to their area of origin where they were kept safe but forgotten. No one can be sure that the mummies of blank, as they are called now, are the same insane mummies that he created, but all evidence would suggest that they are. I don't know how many insane mummies are hanging around this place, but um, anyway. Several decades passed before the mummies were found again, kept safe inside of an old barn. A local citizen (laughs) had acquired them, keeping them under his or her bed, as the story goes. (laughs) 
This place, oh is, my God. this place is near a river, and one year that river flooded the entire town, including the space where the mummies were kept, I'm assuming in either the barn or under the man- person's bed. Uh, the waterlogged mummies were put out in the front lawn of the town's post office so that they could dry out. <laughs> so you just gotta go deliver some mail. Oh There's some mummies in the front, just drying out. Oh my god. Um, and then when finally a man, an 82-year-old museum curator explained in 1994, after the flood dropped, they were covered with green fungus and all kinds of corruption. Uh, a, another mysterious man who they do not name secured some kind of mixture that would get the green mold off of them and also the hairs that were growing on them. Another flood destroyed part of the museum the mummies were being kept in, and uh, they ended up in the care of the historical society, which managed to restore them. Uh, these mummies are on display in a small room of this historical society with a dehumidifier. I'm assuming they're just tossing some salt packets in there. <laughs> like some jerky. Uh, the mummies no, look... No, like those silica packets that come yeah, in. that's like... right. <laughs> right. Uh, the mummies look almost wooden, have no hair, but uh, they are of women, and there is a letter accompanying one of them that is supposedly from the woman to her brother while she was staying at the Weston Insane Asylum. And... Uh, you can still go see these people at route insert number here. Uh, the museum has very limited hours, um, Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., Sunday, 1 p.m. to 1, 4 p.m., free admission, but they ask for $1 per person to see the mummies, and they specifically uh. mention cash only. Um, so to this day, I'm assuming, you know, COVID protocols, maybe you probably can't, but... Good Lord. Uh, so yeah, what a wild story, and it's totally true. You can see pictures of them. Um, but the big question is, is are these mummies of West Virginia or Florida origin? I hope to God it's Florida. <laughs> like, I have never wanted something to be from Florida more than ever. Uh, but I've never heard of it. So I'm going to guess West Virginia. Um, but I hope I'm wrong. Anna? I'm kind of on the fence because it is really crazy. But... <sighs> We had a lot of insane asylums up here. Um, We're like so, the Australia of America, probably. Like, yeah, like <laughs> I literally, the county I grew up in, there was a big one. Like, it was the Canny? biggest um, insane Did you mean asylum. The county. Can- the county can- can- grew up in. The county. The can- um, Had one of the biggest insane asylums, like on the East Coast. I'm going to go with West Virginia. You talking about Lakin? No, okay. Spencer. Apologies, madam. Uh, the correct answer is, in fact, West Virginia. Great job, guys. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> this. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to have to go see some mummies. <laughs> These are the legendary mummies of Philippi. So, Philippi, West Virginia is a town in West Virginia. You can That's not that far away place from us. That exists. It's right next to the Hardys. Don't ask where the meat comes from. <laughs> The man's name was Graham Hamrick, the person who created the mummies uh, from the Insane Asylum. And you can, in fact, Google pictures of the mummies of Philippi, and they are un- in their glass caskets on display for the world to see. They don't look creepy at all. Spoiler warning, they actually do look super creepy because they're dead mummy people. Yeah. So for okay. as little as a dollar to free, you can go check out the mummies of Philippi. So what that kind of reminds me of is that doll you guys have talked about on your show you've mentioned mm-hmm. him twice that episode absolutely i can't remember his name like that episode absolutely scares the shit out of me <laughs> to the point robert yes oh yeah. my god like i list i had to turn it off i was driving to work and it's dark when i leave my house i had to turn right. it off because i was like he's in the back seat like yeah. <laughs> just scared me so bad there, that reminds me of when my mom put that doll in my back seat <laughs> you didn't tell me that. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 uh, yeah, Robert is actually the, um, the legend that, uh, the movie's Chucky, you know, based off of. Um, and, uh, but I've always pictured him like the doll from, uh, the Goosebumps books. Remember that? The mm-hmm. night of the little yep. Yeah. Um, Slappy? Was it Slappy? Slappy. Yeah. I yeah. Think so. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I always kind of imagined him. So it kind yeah. of ruins it for me. Like, um, <laughs> I, but I, a lot of people, yeah, he, he, he's, uh, he's pretty popular around these parts. I, I will yeah. I will say that that is a crazy story too, uh, but also just keep in mind that the mummies of Philippi are dead bodies. Instead, that it drives me crazy yeah. that someone collected them. They're like, "Oh, what do you got there? Dead bodies? 
Sure, I'll buy them. I'll just put them underneath my bed for a while. Yeah, let's just treat them like any old other collectible, like like they were dolls, you know. Well, they got wet. I guess I'll put them out in the yard of the post office to dry out for a while. And and no one did anything about it. They just sat outside the post office. Insane. Yeah. yeah, truly insane. Keep in mind, these were some of the more fun stories I found, the ones that took place in West Virginia. A lot of them are just really, really, really sad ones, you know, of murder and meth. Yeah. And, yeah so. Well, you can't, and you can't really blame people when they've been desensitized to crazy. It's not their fault. They were born and raised there. So, like, they go to drop off a letter at the post office. They see some mummies, and they're just like, yeah, I mean, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what are you gonna do? I mean, I guess that's you know, it's kind of how Florida is. You you yeah. run into something crazy, and you're just like, yeah, well, that's how things are, you know. And even crazier is one of the mummies has still has a letter that she wrote to her brother. That's yeah. sad. And that's yeah, like so weird. Like, how how has this mummy held onto this letter for this long through being flooded over twice? Yeah, and they just didn't think to give it to the brother at any point at all. Yeah, somebody should read it. Somebody should somebody should <laughs> right? pass it on. Like she cared enough to write her brother a letter. Send her send the damn letter to her brother. Damn. The letter actually said, Hey, if something ever happens to me, please bury me good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, begging no. you. Yeah. You know what I really hate? Beef jerky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah please. Post Dear Lord, help me. <laughs> I feel like there's a monster under him in my bed. Hope it's not me. <laughs> um hey folks we'll be right back we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we'll roll the random pokemon of the day and stuff will ensue hey this is cameron from florida men on florida man we're the podcast all about florida we do crazy florida man headlines talk about our experiences growing up and living in florida now and then wayne one of our co-hosts gives us a story every week about the legends the lore and the history that came out of florida we'd love for you to come by give us a listen check us out at fmofm.com Okay, I'm recording now. Geez, say, go okay. ahead, sing your praises. So, like, and seeing your, sh- like, so I can't remember what episode Brett recommended me to listen first. Mm-hmm. And then I just kept listening. And then I'm like, well, I'm all caught up. Cause it was, I started listening probably about around episode 40. Okay. So, and then I went back to the beginning. And right. then it's, it's nice to see like how it progressed and how you guys are so like comfortable with everything and it just flows so nice and i don't know the content's always great i appreciate Um, that thank you very much and and josh like some of the stuff he gets into it's almost like i'll message brett after i listen i'm like do you think he really did that (laughs) (laughs) And and i'm like i mean that just seems so far but some people just that's what happens to them <laughs> yeah yeah you know it's uh it's kind of one of those things this past valentine's day um we actually uh taped uh that afternoon after getting permission from our significant others um and uh josh said i'm gonna be a little late i went and did goat yoga and uh, <laughs> i was like okay like i mean like at, at this point i'm not even gonna question that you know i'm just like we'll see you when you get here um and yeah and of course that didn't go well because why would it um and so we put it on the show so you know i I, i'm all for sending him out into the world so that we have more material i think it just just makes sense to me yeah so i could relate to that episode i didn't get swindled by some kids but i did goat yoga with a couple of my friends yeah and it was not how yeah it did not turn out how i thought it would it was on top of this mountain in the middle of nowhere right the sun there was no shade it was in the middle of july and like (laughs) it was so hot and then the goats were big like they were there were no monster goats goats. yeah they were huge and which i had a couple goats growing up so i knew how big they were but like you think goat yago they're gonna have the small baby goats but where it was so hot the goats didn't even want to hang around us they were like all in the shade and it was just, it did so not you, turn out how it was supposed to. You just had some some pervert goats watching you guys do yoga up in the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. 
I, I want to meet the person who created the business model. I'm like, man, I have all these goats. What am I going to do with them? <laughs> Dude, I, that's the thing, man. I'm with you. I really feel like you could really monetize anything. I mean, I do monetize mummies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This, but, what, it, what, well, what do you have an abundance of? The guy, the guy was preserving fruit and vegetables and was like, you know what? There's <laughs> probably some dead bodies hanging around that insane asylum I could get my hands on. I could do this with a human. Who does that? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then to this day, he still has not, uh, well, obviously he's dead, but they never figured out what his secret embalming technique was. They should put his beef jerky body out by the post yeah. office. Yeah. Yeah. As payback. Guaranteed. <laughs> put him under the bed, baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. We got to roll random Pokemon, y'all. Okay. Okay. This is, this is my fancy soundboard here. Get ready to be impressed. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Oh, Hannah. Oh, These Brent. numbers that I know by heart number 149. Wanna, it is. Did you already look? Obviously, you almost said what it was, so you must know what it is. You didn't guess. I know. I looked. I cheated. You cheater. Dirty okay. cheater. It's Dragonite. It's Dragonite. Oh. OG Dragon Boy. Um. Let's go, let's start with Dratini because that's what it evolves from. Uh, Dratini is a little, little danger noodle, a little baby danger noodle. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, how, how fitting. It, it is a like dragon. A um, it looks like an invasive species from Florida. Um, <laughs> it evolves into Dragonair starting at level 30, which evolves into Dragonite starting at level 55. Uh, again, OG, like everyone knows what a, dra a Dratini is or looks like, or they should by now. Um, boy, Hannah, I don't know how to describe this other than it's a, it's a snaky, it's a blue snaky boy with little fin, fin ears, right? Yes. Uh, long considered a mythical Pokemon until recently when a small colony was found living underwater. Um, it is born large to start with. It repeatedly sheds its skin as it steadily grows longer. It, Ew, I didn't know that. It, it continually molts and sloughs off its old skin. It does like so like, like a sneaky snake. It does so because the life energy within its body steadily builds to reach uncontrollable levels. Even their young can exceed 6.5 feet in length. Um, did not know that. Whenever whenever I think about Dratini, I think it's a little small pocket boy. I'm wrong. <laughs> Apparently he's very, very long, Hannah. Uh, Wayne, you got any? You got anything? Any thoughts there? Are you familiar with the dr the dratty? I am. I am actually. Uh, whenever I was younger, I favored um, dragon Pokemon. You favored uh, or savored? Did you eat them? Uh, no. Well, fa <laughs> fa favored. Not that I resemble one, but I no. I I I wanted to always use them. I just got felt it. like inherently they were stronger. The, so and, I do. I do remember Dratini. And you would absolutely be right because in the original games, uh, the yeah. Dratini line were the only dragon Pokemon in that game. Yep. Um, and I, if I can remember correctly, the only weakness they had was to ice. So, yeah, absolutely. Back then, that would have been the way to go, at least until That's they it. introduced uh, fairy Pokemon later um, and, and such like that. But uh, in early English language promotional material, Pokemon Red and Blue, Dratini was referred to as Dragoon, although this word can mean a European military unit that is transported on horseback but fights on foot. The name was probably selected as a combination of Dragoon, or Dragon, excuse me, and Lagoon. Uh, Dratini and its evolved forms share their category name with Horsey. It evolves its evolved forms, Salamence and Gudra. They are all known as the Dragon Pokemon, and it is made to resemble a classic Sea Serpenta. Thoughts, Hannah, before I move on to Dragonair? I'm, the shiny's really cute. It's pink. It's very good. Um, <laughs> it evolves into Dragonair starting at level 30. We said that a second ago. It's basically a longer noodle boy with some dragon balls on its chin and tail with even uh, bigger wingy ear fin flaps. Finny flaps? I know English. It's great. Um, in the Pokemon Red and Blue beta, Dragonair was originally known as Dragon. In Blackthorn City, a woman is willing to trade her Rhydon or Dodrio, depending on what version you have, for a female Dragonair. This makes Dragonair the only Pokemon able to be male or female that must be a specific gender for an in-game trade. 
In yellow, its catch rate was changed from 45 to 27, making it the hardest Pokemon to catch in the Kanto Safari Zone. Um, it is, it's also the former name of an airline based in Hong Kong in the real world. Uh, I don't, okay. And its evolutionary relatives share the category name with Horsey. We've already mentioned that. They are all the dragon Pokemon. And again, Sea Serpent is what it's meant to resemble the most. Come Hannah? On. Hannah? Yes. I don't know. I I'm trying like to find, like, I'm like trying... Yeah, I'm trying to actually follow along. Uh, oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, for once. <laughs> uh, Dragonair has a gentle aura, has the ability to change climate conditions. So the solution to our, our climate woes would be to just catch a bunch of Dragonairs and make them happy. Um, they live in large bodies of water like seas and lakes, and it is said to have the power to change the weather and fly. Did not know that. Uh, the crystalline orbs appear to give this Pokemon power, power to freely control said weather. And it is called the Divine Pokemon. Okay. Divine. The Divine. Hmm. Uh, lakes where it lives are filled with offerings from people because they believe it is able to control said weather. We've already mentioned that. And some say that if you see it at the start of the year, flying through the sky and twisting its body, you'll be healthy all year long. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Well, how about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And finally, the Pokemon that we actually rolled, number 149, Dragonite, is a flying and dragon type Pokemon uh, who evolves from Dragonair starting at level 55, as I had said. Um, and what can we say? It is a bipedal, classic, um, all European style dragon with little bitty wings and a, and a pear shaped body with the little antennas. He's just a real cute boy. Just a real cute He really boy. is. A cutie boy. Yes, he is. Um, he defies physics by flying with those wings, but you know what? What? What can you do? I love when you hear like Dragon Knight. It's like Dragon Knight, and then you see the picture, and he's just like, "Hey, he's, he's like, hey, he's what a little. He's got doing? a fair amount of derp to him. That's for sure." <laughs> um, I remember being a kid and evolving Dragonair, thinking I was going to get something akin to Gyarados, and then got Dragon right. Knight and went, yeah. "Huh? Hmm. Well, that's fine." And honestly, if you look at Dragonite's uh, antennas, they kind of resemble Magikarp's whiskers a little bit, making me making this podcaster wonder if they swapped them at the last minute. Because Gyarados mm. looks like a scary version of Dragonair to an extent. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So maybe. Little, little spaghetti horns. And, and in those early game, uh, development days, they did change some things around. For instance, Blastoise was not originally the evolution of Wartortle. There was another Pokemon that Wartortle evolved into or something like, something along those lines. Oh no, I, I, I'm sorry, I misspoke. Wartortle was not part of the Bulbasaur. Or, uh, fuck me. <laughs> Wartortle, is, <laughs> Wartortle is not part of the Squirtle line. It was a separate Pokemon that they axed the middle evolution and then they moved Wartortle over in. So, so maybe they did some, maybe there's some truth to that. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out here in just a second. You tell me, or I'll tell you right now. It is extremely rarely seen in, in a marine Pokemon with intelligence said to match that of humans, making capturing in a ball pretty unethical. Um, it is said this Pokemon lives somewhere in the sea and that it flies. However, that is only a rumor. Um, it's called, also called the Sea Guardian and is said to be capable of flying around the globe in about 16 hours, which, uh, Hannah, do, do the math there. That's, uh, that's pr pretty probably fast. fast enough to rend its flesh from its bo own bones. It's uh, a million miles per hour. It, it's a kind-hearted Pokemon that leads lost and foundering ships in a storm to the safety of land. Um, yeah. They, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of the same stuff. Incur the wrath of this normally calm Pokemon at your peril because it will smash everything to smithereens before it's satisfi satisfied. Uh, this Pokemon saved a shipwrecked man taking him to a remote island, which was a paradise occupied solely by Dragonite, which is very confusing to me. So a man was shipwrecked and this Dragonite was like, brought him to show and tell at his Dragonite island. Very confusing. <laughs> uh, this is my human. Yeah, hey, human, use cut on this bush. How do you like it? Um, <laughs> not if it doesn't feel so good. Fit your whole body in this little ball. Do it. Do it. <laughs> oh, what? You're not evolving? Let me hit you with the stone until you do. Uh, it, Dragonite and its pre-evolved forms are called the dragon Pokemon. Um, 
It was designed by Shigeki Morimoto. It's the Dragonite skeleton fossil in the Nakreen City Museum implies the Dragonite is an ancient species and is seemingly unchanged over millions of years. Kingdra's Pokedex entry in the Pokemon Sword mentions Dragonite, which was unavailable prior to release on the second expansion of the game, the Crown Tundra. And um, it is based on European dragons with a mix of fairies and Japanese style dragons in it. There you go. There's Dragonite. Come on. Love it. We did it. He still is a legend, man. I don't care what anybody says. He's a cute boy. Cute boy, he, but he's a legend. He, he, is. A, he is, in fact, a legend, but he's very smart and can beat you in chess, so he probably doesn't deserve to be trapped in a tiny ball. That's all, that's all I want to say. So no. I saw on Reddit not too long ago a girl, or a, probably not a lady, she crocheted a Dragonite, and it was so stinking cute, and I wish I could crochet. <laughs> he was adorable. Well, uh, we only have a few more things to go on the show, but um, before we move on, Wayne, do you want to talk about Florida Man on Florida Man before you have to go? I appreciate it. Yeah, um, uh, it, it's uh, the show is um, uh, Florida Man on Florida Man, and it's just all about legends and lore and uh, crazy stories from the Sunshine State. So uh, I just appreciate you guys allowing me to come on and hang out with you. Uh, seriously had a blast this is so fun it, uh, we loved having you it, it was totally great hanging out with you and, and subjecting yes. you to our special brand of terror uh and <laughs> madness. um it's been an honor and we can't wait to have you on on the show again sometime in the future we, we well, would love to have that well listen man i think we're gonna cover that mummy story in the headline and uh <laughs> and make, sure, make sure to give you guys credit for it and just have oh, to geez. We got we got to branch out a little bit. That one's too crazy. You got to find the Florida hook to that one. That's it. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you guys, man. Hey, have a wonderful day. We'll yes, see you later. Thank see you. you. Wow, what a great what a great dude. Yes, that he, was awesome. He had to jet he had to jet sooner than normal, but that's okay. We we didn't have to embarrass ourselves uh, with the song we're about to sing for Dragon. <laughs> uh, yeah. You want to like give me a little heads up? Um, or I put my head up. Does that count? No. Oh, um, so the song I got planned is, um, oh, do I think I remember you telling me is simply, uh, uh, hang on, I don't know. It's Imagine Dragons because obviously it's Dragonite. Um, what the fuck is this song called? <laughs> I have no... The Radioactive Radioactive, one? yeah, okay. that one. So will you please do the whoa? You can lead me in with that. Whoa, oh, oh, oh. No, it's... Whoa, I don't remember. Follow with me, follow yeah. with me. Whoa, oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> we did that song already. My Cyndaquil knows what you did in the dark, or something like that. Yeah. But there is whoa, a lot of woes. <laughs> is that is that how it goes? Yeah. I'm waking up to ash and misty. Whoa. I wipe my butt and I'm feeling pissy. I'm breathing in the dragon breath. <gasps> I'm dragon swiping, evolving up, then checking out on the Pokeball Plus. This must be it, the Pokepocalypse. Whoa. I'm evolving up. I feel it in my dragon airplane. Enough to make my Dratini feel like a whippy. Welcome to being Dragon Knight, being Dragon Knight. Is this over yet? Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Uh, oh, oh, I'm not, is it? Dragon Knight. <laughs> oh, boy, God. Folks, we did it. That's a show. I am so ashamed, and I want to say that I'm sorry and that I love you all, and I'm in love with all of you. Check me out on twitch.tv slash breakerstreams, B-R-E-A-K-E-R, streams. I play video games, mostly horror, and I scream about it, and I'm terrible. And that's the, that's, that's the hook. Watch me suffer. 
Um, been playing some Dead by Daylight, been playing some Halo, been playing some Alien Isolation, and Alan Wake. Uh, so do that. I love Alan Wake. That's like probably one of my favorite video games. Oh boy, and Hannah, oh. you can follow her at her book club, her crocheting club, and her OnlyFans. Check out pictures <laughs> of her feet. There is a, I don't want to spoil it, but there is a new toe ring. Guess which toe it's on. You'll never know unless you pay with that dough. Um, Hannah, yeah. you can say stuff now. Yeah, so... Um... Hopefully everybody's doing great. Hopefully this cold front is over and we can start enjoying some springtime weather. Uh, and don't keep... forget to subscribe to Jaws Breakers, the scary funny shark show where me and my sister Blister Jasmine watch sped shark horror movies, talk about them in podcasts and watch them on Twitch with you, the viewer Did you as say well. So. Blister sister? Yeah, she's my sister Blister from the same mister. Um, Jaws, that's Jaws Breakers with an S in the middle. Jaws Breakers. Yeah, go listen to it. Stay horny, but, happy, and healthy, baby. But be kind. Wear your mask. And after you binge listen, after you binge listen, F M O F M. Fumafum. Uh, rate and review and say Dark Rise your friend. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Feel it in my bones, enough to get some more bones. Welcome to my new pain. My new pa oh, I forgot to hit stop recording. Oh, oops. 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 Put a bullet in my brain. In my brain. In my I, brain. I got medicine for that. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, oh. There yeah, it is. There it is. is. <laughs> Dragonite active. Dragonite active. Whoa. Oh. Okay. All right.